Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Express Your Best. I am your favorite professor, Dr. A. Here, as usual, to provide you with a few words of encouragement to start your day. I'm not going to tell you that today's episode is going to be special because you already know. So I don't have to tell you that. But I am going to tell you that I have such a deep-seated love for historically Black colleges and universities. And so just to start out with a small fact, I think it's important to know this. There are approximately 107 HBCUs throughout the country. Alabama has the most. They've got 14. But coming in second place is North Carolina. And what I will say, although Hampton University has my heart, what I will say is what is very unique about North Carolina is that they have both the oldest and the youngest HBCU. So the oldest is Shaw, which was established in 1865. And then the baby of the HBCU family is North Carolina Central, and they were established in 1910. You might have guessed already, our special guest for today is a student from North Carolina Central. And so I just want to give a special welcome to Naya. Naya, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much. You guys, I know I keep saying this. I'm going to, we're going to make sure that you start seeing these uh, beautiful college students because They are just so gorgeous and intelligent, and you're going to just love hearing this interview. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into it because I can tell Naya has a lot to say. Before you all heard us on record, we were talking about who attended the best HBCU. I, of course, have said Hampton University, but who, who, who did you say was the best, Naya? I couldn't hear you. The illustrious North Carolina Central University. That is definitely the best. Well, because she is my guest, I'm going to go along with that today. Naya, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Of course. Um, I am a upcoming junior at North Carolina Central University. Um, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland, and I found Central through my uncle who went there. He's an alumni, alumni at the school. And um, I originally actually wanted to go to A&T, which is our, their rivals, but... <laughs> I settled for a smaller school and um, I found Central and I'm very happy there, extremely happy. Oh, that's awesome. So given that North Carolina has so many institutions, did you find yourself kind of waiting through all of them or were those the only two that you were really thinking about? I think thinking back, those were the only two that I was thinking about um, in North Carolina, looking at other schools, but in North Carolina, those were the only two that I was kind of looking at. Okay. And so what's your major? My major is criminal justice with a concentration in law enforcement. Ooh, that sounds really interesting. Tell us more. What are you planning to do with that? Yeah. So my dream job is to work for the FBI, um, but I want to be a crime scene investigator. So I'm kind of the person, if you've seen The Flash, I'm Barry Allen, um, Criminal Minds, I'm all those people. I'm, I'm on the scene, you know, figuring out what happened to the person, how, what happened to them, how they died, all that type of stuff. That is what I want to do. I'm a very hands-on person. So I think that's the perfect job for me. 
Oh, I am such a law and order fan. So I'm, I'm with you. I cannot say that I want to be the right there. So you want to be exactly like after the incident happens where the body is lying on the ground. Okay. You all should see her. She is shaking her head. Like it's so enthusiastically like, yes. Thing to me, how you can figure out how someone, not even how someone died, but just how something happened just based on the few pieces of evidence that I left behind. Like people think they clean up a crime scene so well and you could figure it out from just like that. So I think that's just so interesting. <laughs> so I just have this feeling that it would be difficult to get things past you, Naya. Is that true? Very true. <laughs> Very true. I, I find everything. Oh, so Naya knows it all. You cannot get away with anything with her. So why don't you tell us, you mentioned that your ultimate goal is to work for the FBI. So kind of give us a, a snapshot. What's the short term and then the long term? Short-term goal is to right now graduate college, um, but then I hope to, um, I think I do want to stay in North Carolina, so maybe start working for um, a force there, police force there. Um, this job kind of requires you to start at the bottom sometimes and then work your way up. That's the best way to do it because you have to have experience in the field, <clears throat> so they require you sometimes to start at that simple desk job and then you can work your way up to the FBI. Um, so that's kind of my plan is just kind of start where, start at the bottom, start in a little police uh, force and then work my way up to the FBI. That's my end goal. Okay. That sounds great. And and so are there uh, organizations on campus or internships that are going to help you along the way with that? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. Our, um, our law school at Central is actually really, really blossoming right now. Um, Brittany Griner, the basketball player, she's an actual, she graduated from the law school herself. But um, yeah, so law and criminal justice, all that is really, uh, really prominent at our school. So we have lots of programs and we're always having um, people come in and, you know, we can like different academies. Um, we just had a career, career fair, fair, excuse me, career fair recently. Um, and that was really interesting, too. So I got to see a bunch of different jobs in the criminal justice community um, just come in. And there's so many different jobs that I didn't even know about that. So many, like just working for the prison system and a bunch of different things that you can do as well. Um, so, yeah, that was really interesting to see. And yes, definitely have a lot of people come to the school. Wow. I didn't know that about the law school. That is really interesting. Okay. I have to, maybe I'll have to take a look, another look at North Carolina Central, huh? Okay. You got, you, you're making a case, making a case for them. <laughs> so you seem to be really interested in the law. And I, I think I kind of equate that with mystery. Are you a big reader? Are you into mystery books at all? I actually am not a big reader, but if I were to be, it definitely would be mystery. Um, I do love TV shows, so anything mystery related, I'm always trying to figure it out. I just watched um, one of the newest Scream movies that came out, I think, last year with my little sister last night. And um, I was sitting there trying to figure it out based on the clues. I was like, oh, who's Ghostface? Who is this? Da, 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 da. I'm trying to figure it out together. But yes, I love whodunits, all that type of stuff. <laughs> Oh, wonderful. We'll have to have another conversation another time because I love <laughs> mysteries too. And so, and I was so pleased to discover Stacey Abrams um, actually it was is a mystery writer. Um, I don't know that many people knew that about her, but she's written some awesome mystery books. So 
She's multi-talented, but you might want to check her out. Definitely, I will. Okay, so let's talk more about your experience at college. What are some of the highlights for you? What if what are things that are going on that you've really enjoyed? Um, I definitely have to say, I think being on your own can be a highlight and a challenge, but um, it's definitely an experience getting you know that you have to get adjusted to. But that has become a highlight for me now, being on my own. Um, and I mean, I can't lie, the parties are fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun to, you know, go out to a party with your friends and kind of have that that freedom of not having to be home at a certain time. But um, yeah, I would have to say that's probably a pretty big highlight. <laughs> so the independence is is big for you. Okay. Are you on campus? I am on campus, yep. Okay. So has that how has that been? Because for many listeners who have not maybe not have had that experience of being on campus or off campus, but tell us a little bit about that. Have have you enjoyed your time in the dormitories? What are some of the positive things about it for you? Uh, I think, again, there's some challenges to it, um, but I think it's all a part of the college experience. Mm -hmm. So first semester, our first year, my freshman year, I stayed in a, um, it was more like a community dorm. So I had a community shower, which that took some getting used to, but um, I had the smallest floor in the dorm, so there wasn't really many of us up there, and we all kind of kept it clean, um, but that took some getting used to, and then sophomore year, I had a roommate, but we had our own bathroom, um, and then there was a kitchen, like a community kitchen that wasn't too far from our room, so, and I love cooking, so that was fun for me to just walk down there and be able to go cook whenever I wanted to, uh, but I think, I think it definitely depends on the dorm that you stay in. Um, mm-hmm. Some dorms are better than others, but uh, again, like I said, it's all part of the experiences staying in that college dorm. And if you I definitely recommend staying on campus, at least your first two years or one year out of your college experience. Yeah. So you don't miss paying the bills in your own apartment. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think most people would say no to that. They want to be adulting, but to a certain degree, I've heard a lot on this show, the partial adulting. <laughs> yes. That's perfect to describe it. Yep. <laughs> Well, that sounds great. Um, I'm just wondering, you know, you talked about, and the audience may not have heard you, but you talked about coming from a rather small uh, high school. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think this is obviously still, even though this is a smaller institution, is probably still quite the experience for you. Are there some ways that you feel like you've grown as a person since you've been on this college journey? Most definitely. Yes. Um, I did come from a small, predominantly white high school, all girls. Um, So just like, I still sometimes struggle with confidence and like self-esteem, but it's definitely grown tremendously since I've gone to an HBCU. Being more confident in my skin, you know, as a Black woman, um, Mm -hmm. feeling way more confident with myself than I was in high school or even middle school. Um, So I think that has definitely been the biggest part of my personal growth is just becoming more confident in myself. Yeah, that's a big one. Um, do you feel like there are, did, did it just happen for you, Naya? Or were there some things that you felt kind of contributed to your becoming more confident in, in terms of who you are? I think my, my mom has said, I think it's always been in there. <laughs> um, but it just was kind of pressed or, you know, hidden um, by the high school that I went to. Didn't I felt that I had to fit in with those girls that I went to high school with, and I couldn't really be myself. Um, so then, when I came to an HBCU, and I saw people who looked like me, I was like, "Oh, okay, 
they're embracing them, their skin tone. Why can't I do that? So I was like, you know, forget it. And I just let myself be free, I guess. And here I am. <laughs> I love it. I always say this, um, that college is such an evolution of self. Um, I think, mm-hmm. you know, you learn the textbook knowledge comes, but mm-hmm. there are things that you begin to learn about yourself. Even, you know, when it comes to the independence that you talked about, you learn what your strengths are and areas where you might need to improve. Uh, speaking of which, let's talk <laughs> about uh, challenges. Are there any challenges that you've had thus far? And, and let's discuss how you might have overcome them. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely freshman year, first semester, right off the bat. Um, I was coming out of oh, COVID. It's such a, a fun time for us all, I'm sure. Um, so I was one of those seniors who graduated um, out of COVID. So I was coming out of the virtual stage. Um, so I was used to everything being online, you know, just rolling over, opening my computer and opening up the Zoom. Um, and then, like I said, being in an all-girls school, so it was a big transition for me to actually having to get up, walk to my classes, not, you know, just <laughs> get in the car and go to school, but actually walk to different buildings, um, having guys in my class, and just college in general is a big transition. So there were lots of transitions, and I normally don't do well with transitions, so that was, that was extremely hard for me. And unfortunately, that showed through my grades and I did not have a successful first semester of freshman year. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, too, I mentioned the parties, well, they were fun, but um, I did do a lot of that my freshman year because of that independence. I was like, ah, oh, I have no parents. I can't tell me what to do. I'm just on my own, whatever. I was like, I'll do the work later. It didn't get done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was definitely a challenge for me freshman year, but I pulled myself out of that second semester got my grades back up, talked to some, my advisors, talked to some people who, you know, were in my background. Another great thing about going to a small school is teachers are more focused on you. Um, So you can get that extra help that you need. So I definitely found those people um, and I was able to get that extra help. And now I'm doing way better than I was freshman year. So (laughs) yeah. That's good. I appreciate your transparency with that because I know that so many students have that same experience. I myself had that experience. I tell my students that if they come to my office, I'll reveal my first year GPA. Yeah, it was rough. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I had a rough one. And I recall that my parents uh, called me and said, so, hey, you're not doing well and you can do that at home. So we just want you to decide where you want to be. Yes, I did. Sounds did like you get a call like that? Yep, sure did. <laughs> I sure did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's nice that they gave us the decision, right? We had a choice to make. Mm-hmm. And so you mentioned that you had relationships with your advisor, but also with some of your professors. So what was that like for you? Did you initiate those interactions? Did they come knock on your bedroom door? What happened? Um, I think it was a little bit of both where it was kind of like, okay, I need help now. Like, let's go talk to somebody. Um, So I talked to my advisor and unfortunately she left my second semester, her first semester of sophomore year. So I no longer have her, but um, I got a new advisor and he's pretty cool too. But um, yeah, so I definitely got closer to my advisor. She started helping me more. And Central has this, um, it's the Student Accessibility Service Program. So SAS. And 
through them, I was able to, um, they're very helpful in terms of like um, learning disability. So I struggle sometimes with dyslexia and I also have ADHD and some other learning challenges that come with that. Um, so they were extremely helpful in helping me with like accommodations and just talking to my teachers and letting them know, okay, she may struggle with this, but you know, she's really strong in this. And so you guys kind of have to work together to help her. Um, so that was really helpful finding that program. Um, and then, yeah, just talking to my teachers and letting them know, like at the beginning of each semester, it's like, okay, this is what I struggle with. This is what I, you know, this is what I'm good at. Um, so like I said, you know, we can work together and come up with something. So definitely advocating for myself, self-advocacy has become a big thing too. Yeah, I am so glad that you shared that with the audience because lots of times students who um, may have received some additional accommodations when they were in high school, they think it's the same, that everyone just automatically knows when they get to college what they need. And as a professor, I can tell you that's certainly not the case. Uh, it's It's also not the case that I can say to you, this is what you need. You have to advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you shared that um, because I can tell you, I've had so many students to say, oh no, you didn't get my IEP from high school. No, nope, never saw it. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so it's listen up students. It's not as if you cannot get the accommodations that you need. You certainly can. And And so many times there are professors and advisors who are willing to assist you, but you have to advocate for yourselves. You have to introduce what the concerns are to us so that we can help you. So thank you for your willingness to to share that with us, Naya. You've mentioned your advisor and and that one is gone, but um, I'm not even sure who you would say in answer to this question, but uh, who would you say has influenced you most during this college journey? Um, and I'm thinking more in terms of how you navigate college. Now, mm-hmm. knowing that you've got to speak up for yourself and uh, that you have to have a plan, I'm assuming, to you yeah. know study. And get, so what, how do, what influences you for the way that you navigate college life? Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know. There are a lot of people who influence me. Um, I would say sometimes, especially right now, like towards the end of the year, it's always the people who graduate. So mm-hmm. now photo shoots are a big deal. So I, every time I'm walking around campus, I always see this beautiful girl in her little cap and gown and she's taking pictures and I'm like, oh, congratulations. And I'm like, I want to do that. I want to take pictures with my cap and gown um, in front of my major building, you know, I want that. So I think sometimes that's a huge influence is, you know, you see those people, especially people, you know, so you're like, oh my gosh, I know her and she's graduating. She's going to walk, walk across that stage. So that can be a huge influence. It's just seeing people make it, you know, seeing that you, they can't, if they can do it, you can do it. Um, but even sometimes like my little sister can be an influence. She's a freshman in high school. So, you know, I want to be a, um, a good influence for her, someone that she can look up to. So I want to make sure that I do well for her. Um, and then myself, sometimes that can even be a big influence, just doing well for me. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, those photo shoots, by the way, are absolutely fabulous. I have seen yes. some things. I, I'm amazed. I, I want to so know. 
I just want to know how it all happens. I'll have to come back and, and ask you, how did you do all that? It's, it's yeah, a I already lot. have one planned too. I kind of have one planned out in my head that I want to do for my oh, outfits and everything. Not necessarily outfits, but just kind of a little theme that I want to do for my senior year. Okay. okay. <laughs> Are there any bodies involved in that? I don't know. <laughs> no, but there is some, some crime scene tape I was thinking of using maybe, but no bodies, no bodies. <laughs> Thank goodness. I can't wait to see those. Um, so you talked, you know, a little bit about what influences you, the graduates, certainly, because seeing it done, seeing that you know, someone before you has completed the goal does kind of let you know, you know what, they did this, I can do this too. Um, and, and the stories, I think that's what we were talking about before in terms of why I started this podcast that I tell students all the time, you can do it, it's great, uh, you're going to be fine. But many times when they hear it from someone else who's just like them, it makes a difference. And when they see it, um, happening to someone who's just like them, someone who may have gone through challenges like they've gone through, that then they know, you know what, if they did it, I know that I can do it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Something else that has come up um, a lot on the podcast is, you know, when students talk about highlights or things that they're taking away from their experience so far has been relationships. Can you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about? how you've been able to establish relationships? Have you found yourself making a lot of friends? Was that easy for you? How did that work for you? Yeah, um, <clears throat> I have to say at first, North Carolina is, I kind of think of them as like a, a private state, especially when it comes to schools. Um, they're always giving in-state tuition, you know, all that type of stuff to all their students who actually go to North Carolina. Um, but for us, out-of-state people, it can be kind of hard sometimes. So I was super nervous to come to school at first because I was like, oh, I don't know anybody who's going here. I know there's going to be tons of people who are like, oh, you went to my high school? Oh, you probably know my cousin. <laughs> like, oh, that's crazy. And they just just click like that. So I was extremely nervous to come. Um, but my school did something called SOAR, and it's an orientation that takes place in the summer. It's going on right now, actually, for the upcoming freshmen. Even transfer students can go. Um, I think it's like a week, maybe. Um, but you just go to the school, um, you get to stay on campus and they just show you around basically. Um, and they talk about different things. They talk about, you know, like just, just different things that you're going to need for your freshman year and your upcoming years. Um, so that I had, I went to that. I was nervous to go to that, but that was super helpful as well. And I got placed with the, um, a roommate and I still talk to her to this day. So she's making friends from the beginning. Um, that's where I met most of my friends. Um, but I mean, also expecting falling out, you know, from your friendships, you're not always going to be in the same friend group that you were freshman year. I think that's important to remember. Um, actually a lot of people have told me that their freshman year friend group, they're not friends senior year. They may <laughs> not even not friends, but they just, it's not the same friend group. Um, so that's important to remember too, but yeah, friendships, it's kind of like high school, you know, they come and they go. So, um, just got to find those people that, you know, stick with you. who are going to help you study too. Not just your party people, but people who are going to help you study and motivate you. You stick with those people. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. College is, is actually where you find your friends for life in many cases. Right. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know, as you can see, 30 some odd years later, 
yeah. I still still know your mom and and that's that's pretty cool. Um, so mm-hmm. I I do see that you're on that trajectory to be uh, making those types of friendships, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things I was thinking about as you were talking, you you know, you discussed the fact that initially you were nervous about how you were going to have friendships. You know, you talked about some of the challenges you have with you know, making people aware of your learning needs and you've overcome all of those things. And I, I just wonder, you know, what is it that keeps you motivated? What, what is it that makes you keep going? Now, it sounds like freshman year, you had the opportunity to say, you know what, Mm -mm, this is fun, but it is not for me. What happened? (laughs) I don't really know, honestly. I think it's just like, not necessarily like to prove to everybody that I can do it, but for lack of better words, that's kind of what it is. It's like, you know, I did have this rough start freshman year and I want to prove to you that I can be successful and I can be a successful person and and graduate. Um, Again, for me too, just like, okay, Naya, you can do this. Yeah, you messed up, but let's get it together and let's let's get on out of here and graduate and get to the FBI like we want to. So. Mm Does that tend to be the way that you look at situations in life in general? Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's really a positive attitude to to keep. You know what? I can do this. You messed up. You know, we fall short sometimes, but I can move forward and accomplish the goal. So I think that brings us to our final question. My favorite one. It's. (laughs) What words of encouragement or motivation can you share with other college students like yourself? Hmm. Let me see. There's so much, but I don't want to be too cliche. <laughs> <laughs> but I would definitely say, like, have balance. You know, again, this is the college experience. They're not here to just learn and get a degree and go. Like, you know, you want to make sure that these are moments that you're going to remember forever. My parents still talk about their college experience, not so much high school experience. So even my sister who just graduated recently, she still talks about how she misses college and all that type of stuff. So you want to make sure that you have a good balance to you know you're getting your work done, of course. But like I said, go to those parties. It's okay. You know, have fun, make those friendships. Um, and because, you know, this is stuff you're going to remember forever. These are four years of your life, I mean, maybe even longer, but um, <laughs> and you're going to definitely want to remember forever stories you're going to tell your kids and their kids and all that type of stuff. So have a good balance in your college, the college experience. I think that's, that's good advice. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful advice. And I don't know that I've heard that before. And so I just want to make sure that the audience really takes note of this, that you know, Naya has discussed that uh, or shared with us that really being on your own and having that independence, the partial adulting is pretty cool, right? And and that you can go to the party because it's an important part of the college experience. However, you also need to make sure that you have the balance. Did I get it right? Yes. Get your work done and party. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So get your work done before the partying. Um, So having that balance and remembering that this is an experience that you will have for the rest of your life. 
And so you do need to enjoy it. You want to tell your children or the young people that come after you about your college experience. So, you know, make those friends, establish the relationships that you need to, even when it comes to your professors and your advisors, because those people want to continue to be in your life. And so that you can go to that reunion after you graduate and Think about it 10 years from now and 15 years from now, and you all will see the wonderful things that you're doing. Um, and so what, what I also appreciate about what Naya has said, you didn't talk about necessarily being the, the straight A student, but the student who is able to say, this is what my needs are. This is how I learn best. And this is what's going to help me to be successful. And there yeah. were people who wanted to support you in that mission. And so yeah. you've given us so much important information today, uh, ways that we can, or our college students can work on transitioning from high school to college and that those transitions continue to occur over time because that evolution of self, it never stops. So right. I don't know about you, but I got a lot here today from Naya put it all in my little notebook because when she gets to be a senior and it's her turn to graduate and I get to see that photo shoot that she's going to do, I'm just going to want to have her back on the show so we can talk about all of these things that she shared with us again. You're going to come back, Naya? I would love to come back. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Thank you so much, Naya, for coming to the show. Of course. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome. I didn't ask you, do you have any plans for the summer? Working. Okay. Well, (laughs) that's, yep. That's necessary too. There you have it guys. (laughs) Well, we are so excited about this episode of Express Your Best. And I am your favorite professor, Dr. A. And I hope you've certainly enjoyed these words of encouragement that we've shared with you today. Have a great one, guys. See you next time.